Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up, inspiring health stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do if you haven't already. It's subscribe on YouTube, turn on those notifications, and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, today you are going to meet someone who I have been a fan of for such a long time as a dancer. And maybe you are one too, or just a lover of the sport. Louis Van Amstel is someone who I've admired for a long time. You may know his name from Dancing with the Stars, where he was on that show for 10 seasons, also choreographed for So You Think You Can Dance, and so much more. I'll let you hear from him. But we're talking about his life story, how he got introduced to dance, his path through TV shows and choreographing, creative directing, and so much more, as well as how he's turned that into an online business. Hey, they say movement is medicine but he truly shows that dance is the real medicine. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Well, I have to say, I am really fangirling right now. I'm so excited to meet Louis Van Amstel. I feel like a man who really needs no introduction. Hi, Louis. Oh, hi, Tamika. Thank you for having me. Thank you well, for being you know, here. Uh, if people don't watch Dancing with the Stars or So You Think You Can Dance, they <laughs> wouldn't have any idea who I am. All right. Well, I'll give him a, a brief introduction. I'll let you take it away. From your bio, I know you're a three-time world dance champion, Dancing with the Stars pro, <laughs> choreographer, creative director of Dancing with the Stars live tour, um, founder of La Blast Fitness, which I know we're going to talk a lot more about, and I'm so, sure so much more. Well, <laughs> I am now a proud father of two kids, adopted. So that was a life-changing experience because we adopted older children. But uh, besides the personal life, uh, La Blast, we're going in so many different directions with La Blast. So it really takes up most of my time. <laughs> I want to take it back far back in the day because I, I'm so excited to, to speak with you because I am a dancer. I grew up a dancer. I started dancing oh, when I was oh, I three. Awesome. <laughs> and I, I danced all the way through college at the University of Miami and I haven't danced in years now. Um, but I'm just excited to talk to another dancer. I mean, I'm, you know, a fraction of what <laughs> you've accomplished, but I have a love for dance. So I'm curious as far as when you started like early days with dance and when you knew, oh, this is my passion. Well, I was 10 years old and it was actually, and it's even in my bio because it's kind of nice to know for people that it was my grandparents and my mother that said, you need to dance. Okay. For a very good reason, which I don't know 
didn't know then, I'm 10 years old, but for etiquette, for manners, that you're able to ask someone else to dance. Now, after about two years, we did one competition in my home country and I won. And it wasn't about the winning, but I loved how it made me feel. And so it wasn't really the passion for dance, but I liked the fact that I was winning competitions. Mm -hmm. And that's when my competitiveness started coming out. Now I have to say too, and it might kind of uh, sound very negative, but for me dance the first five years between 10 and 15, I didn't know it then, but I now look, looking back in hindsight, I did it as therapy. It was my way of communicating without saying a word, without having to be embarrassed of what was going on in my home that no one on the outside world knew. There was a lot of alcohol involved and a lot of fighting and um, sometimes physical, but mostly emotional and mental. And as a kid, when you have to endure that, it's not easy. So dance was my way of letting out whatever anxiety I had. And then when I went international, because apparently I had the talent to have a career internationally. So then by 16, I had an international partner and my third international partner from England, that's Julie Fryer. And she and I together have gained three world championship titles mm -hmm. together. And, um, but I knew probably by 15, 16, that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Wow. And was it, you, you mentioned there was a lot, it was your therapy. There was a lot going on at home from everything you just described. So was it your grandmother who looked at your situation and what you were going through? Because she first prompted you to get into dance. So was she kind of there on the, the back end like, hey, I think this would be a good outlet for you? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Even though a word about that was never spoken. Mm. It was always subliminal. It And now, even when you bring it up, I had a moment, I never thought of it that way, but oftentimes it was my grandparents. Um, and my father passed away um, of, unfortunately, alcohol and, and um, um, a lot worse. But my mom and I have gone through it all. She now lives with us. She is a loving grandma. She takes care of the kids when we're working. Uh, right now she's at home taking care of them. So even though we had a lot of issues growing up, my mom and I worked through them. And because of it, we're stronger now later in life. So fast forward then, world championships. How does... What kind of happens from there and what leads you to where I was first introduced to you on Dancing with the Stars? So 94, 95, 96 were those three years, 1995, 96. I'm from old Amsterdam, but Manhattan, as many historians know, was new Amsterdam for a long time. Um, so I feel like it's my kindred city. Yeah. And in 97, I'm a dance lover, but also other forms of dance and Broadway. I always love to do the triple thread. I only did two. So um, I was in New York and someone offered me a job to choreograph 
for a Broadway project. It wasn't a Broadway show, but it was a project. And I said no, because I was living in, in Holland, in Amsterdam, and I had a partner. I have a career in ballroom dancing. I sat on the plane back from JFK to Amsterdam, and I don't even know where the heck it came from, but I started crying. I started bawling. And I'm sitting there, it's dark, this is a red-eye flight. What's going on? Why am I bawling here? And then I started kind of going back. Oh, I regret saying no. I didn't want to say no. I wanted to say yes, but I didn't. So instead of just emailing the person later after I landed to say, hey, maybe I do want to do this project. Instead, I on the plane, I took the phone, sliced my credit card, called my mother at 3 a.m. in the morning in, in Europe, and I made her cancel all my lessons. I asked her to call Julie, my partner, to come to the airport. We sat down, we talked. This was February of 1997. In July of 1997, I moved to the United States. And what did your partner say? Because was, did that mean that that impact her career? It did. And that's the downside of ballroom dancing. You have a partner. So if one of us decides to move on, the other one has no choice. You have no choice. Will I continue? Yeah, you can. But now you have to find another partner uh, of world level. And it's, you know, it takes years to, to really gel, gel into a partnership. Um, but she was, I mean, an amazing um, person. I did, however, not expect her to react the way she did. She said, Louis, I'm not going to stop you from what your heart tells you to do. So Aww. that's really what she said. So we created an exit plan and, um, and I moved. What happened with the project? Um, it never even happened. Ugh. But I, it, it, I realized it wasn't the project. Right. I just wanted to move to the United States. Yeah. It all it was that it's and, and New York, it was Broadway. That's really what I wanted to do. But here's the irony. So I moved for Broadway instead of going to New York for a few weeks and do an audition to see how I like it. I didn't. I just moved everything behind um, and moved to the United States and I did one audition the first week I was there. I was appalled at the politics. I walked out and said, I do not want to do Broadway, but now I am in New York City. What am I going to do? But the beauty of it all is I didn't know how um, much ballroom dancing and dance sport there was in New York City. So if I say Max Schmirkowski, Val Schmirkowski, Tony Dovolani, <laughs> Karina Smirnoff. <laughs> Do you get, are you familiar with those faces? Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, within three weeks of me moving to the United States, I was becoming the coach of Max, Val, Tony, Karina, many more, Cheryl later on. But in that first month, that's when I met uh, Max and Val, and I became the coach in New York City, and I was working my tail off within literally within the first two months january of 2005 i got a call from a producer in england from the bbc 
that if I was interested in joining this new summer show that ABC had bought and they were going to test it out, if that would be something that ABC would continue uh, broadcasting. Well, the name of that show is Dancing with the Stars. So that was in January of 2005. And of course I said, yes, I want to be part of this. So in March, I flew to uh, LA, did a 45 minute audition. And when I left the room, I had the job <laughs> and um, the rest is history. Yeah, I was definitely one of those early viewers. I started watching right from the beginning because at that time I was um, <laughs> I was just junior, senior around that time in high school. Um, Rub it in. <laughs> that's why I didn't, I didn't want to. <laughs> that's why I hesitated. I wasn't trying to. It's but <laughs> all right. I was actively dancing at the time and everyone in my, you know, dance groups were all watching the show and we were excited about it. So I, I definitely remember that. That was at a, t a time I was also considering pursuing dance and in college as well. So I'm an early viewer, an early fan. Tell me about how that like very first season, the summer show, um, how that went. Cause I know it's evolved and changed over the years. So what was that experience like? So really they didn't have a lot of dancers. So a lot of the dancers, including Max, um, they said, no, I'm not going to do that show. I'm still <laughs> in my career uh, yeah. as a competitive dancer. And he was right. He was right. I, I was his coach at the time, too. And I was actually glad that he said that because he was on the verge to be in the World Championships final. He had a huge career in front of him. But then season three, he joined. And then he actually protected his brother because, of course, the show wanted Val right away. He was young. He's hot. Great <laughs> dancer. World junior champion. And Max said no. And and I always commended him for that because I'm sure the public would say, well, yeah, you you don't want him to take the wind out of your sail. But that's not why Max did it. it because our business is a big business. It's own bubble. And it's a very lucrative business too. If you're a champion, oh, it's a lucrative business worldwide. And Val could have been world champion. But in you know later seasons, like Derek, like Mark, like Val, these three young men all had a, I mean, a world level career in ballroom dancing. I got Derek and Julianne on board because they were off from their either competitive side or Julianne was just burned out for a while and she just needed a break. And I said, you know what? Why don't you do the tour? It's fun. You make money. It's no stress because you're a dancer and it's fun to do a tour. So she said yes. And that was the beginning of an, an amazing career for her. But then I asked her, I said, what's your brother doing right now? Because we're going on a summer tour. If he's free, I would love for him to join during the summer. And he said yes. And of course, when the TV show producers saw them on tour they were like do you want to do audition for the tv show we want you and then julianne came on board one season i think four and five and then derek came on board and then he has won six times i believe so i'm proud of the the fact that i convinced them you need to join that summer tour because these kids talent 
needs to be seen by the world. Now, if you had to choose, what did you prefer, the show or the tour? My creative side would say the tour, but my business side says the TV show. Why? Well, having 25 million people watch you, that gives you a lot of opportunity, but the difference of the theater, no, not the theater, the stadium experience is that when we come out, hearing 14,000 people applauding and screaming your name, I mean, we felt like rock stars. Yeah, yeah. And because this is the downside of TV, we know that these 14 cameras that pop up left and right above you, next to you, they represent all these millions of people, but we don't see them. Right. We hear 750 people in the room where we film the show. It's amazing, but stadium experience, I mean. Is a different energy, yeah. It is a different energy. So fast forward, you were with Dancing with the Stars for 10 seasons? Yes, spread out over, gosh, 13 years. Okay, over 13 years. Um, at what point, I guess, was it that you left the show? What went into that decision? And tell me about your journey since, since then. So it wasn't really my choice. That's the honest truth. So I did season one, two, and three. Choreographed and uh, co-directed three out of the four tours, got nominated, and then season four, yeah, we're going to give you a break. So here I am not doing season four. I was flabbergasted. I was not, I, that, that came out of left field. Yeah. So, but now in hindsight, I thank ABC and the BBC for doing that because it made me realize that this is a temporary gig. Yes, you can be a celebrity, but you can be a celebrity and next, tomorrow it can be over. Right. So this is where I started LeBlast. It didn't, it wasn't the blast yet, but Lisa Rinna from season two, she did the tours too, the first two. And she said, Louis, I did the show. I did two out of these four tours. I am done. I can't go back as much as I love it. And I blame you for being addicted to ballroom dancing. And I want to continue. You have to start a class. Okay. So I started a class. And within six months, I was doing six classes a week and waiting list. It was crazy what happened because this was in Sherman Oaks, right across from where we film. And Lisa was advertising as the celebrity. At this time, who were these classes open to and who was coming to the classes? Anyone who wanted in the okay. area. So everyone from Sherman Oaks, Encino, um, even people from Beverly Hills, uh, lots of people from Westwood. Um, anyway, 20 mile radius around Beverly Hills. I've had a lot of celebrities that came and test out La Blast and then, whoops, they ended up on Dancing with the Stars seasons later. La Blast was used for many different reasons. Mm -hmm. And then season nine happened. So I didn't do season four, season five. Then I, in season six, had Priscilla Presley, which was an amazing experience for me. And then I was on season nine, Kelly Osborne. And both Kelly and I both expected, you know what, we're going to have fun for as long as it lasts, because yeah. I have a feeling it's not going to last very long. 
And I didn't like that that was the perspective and what Kelly thought what was going to happen. So it was my goal with Kelly to help her with her confidence mm -hmm. to say, you know what? It's not about making it to week two. It's about doing whatever you can to make you feel good about you. Then on top, we got Viennese Waltz. In my opinion, as a dancer, the most boring dance you yeah. can imagine. We only turn to the right or we turn to the left and you have to be in close hold the entire time. So I thought, okay, producers, you are setting us up to fail. I realized, wait a minute, she comes from this musical family. So I just said, I'm going to play the music. Listen, just listen, just come with me. And that was the deal. That was the change, the game changer. Mm -hmm. She just moved her body. Anyway, long story short, the week before the show started, I knew we were going to surprise the heck out of America. She was going to surprise everyone. <laughs> and then when that music would start, she would actually get jaw-dropping response. And exactly <laughs> that happened. She was from, she became the swan she became the underdog and she made it to the final. This is just what happened. Yeah. So because of that, I started LeBlast, the company, and made it a company to bring what we do on Dancing with the Stars to the general public. So anyone who loves this show and wants to experience what these celebrities experience, they now can experience the same thing full body workout we do all the dances we do on the show and now 12 years in um we've gone worldwide we have an on-demand program that anyone at home can join you can do it from the comfort of your own home that's awesome so the season after you're paired with kelly osborne was your what that was your last season no i did four seasons back to back season nine season okay. 10 season 11 and season 12 and then I missed two seasons, and then I was in the all-star season um, with Sabrina Bryan. Awesome. So at that point, your career with Dancing with the Stars was done after that season. No. <laughs> well, so it's, it's funny. All-stars, and it keeps going. And it was over because I've had that psychologically happen. Oh, now Dancing with the Stars is over. Oh, no, I'm back again. Oh, no, right. I'm back again. Oh, I'm back again. And then after season 12, I thought, okay, I'm not in 13, I'm not in 14. Oh, my contract. So I was back at season 15. Oh, my goodness. And, and then my contract was over because it was for seven years. Um, Did that make it difficult to pursue other endeavors during those breaks? Yes, you have to know. When you're under contract, you are tied. I had a lot of other opportunities i couldn't i couldn't and this is really one downside if you sign your contract if you sign it for so long it's um it's um but i have to say the bbc realized that and they have upped their game i have to say they have upped their game throughout the years they amended the contract they were fair i must say they were fair but two years ago in my home country, I was the judge on Dancing with the Stars in Holland. 
So, and who knows? It's in your I blood. I had a great relationship <laughs> with all the executive producers, with ABC and BBC. Uh, I never was bitter. I was always disappointed when it wasn't on a dance, uh, on a season, but I was never bitter because it is a show and they have to do, make decisions what's good for the show. And if they feel I wasn't a good fit, well, oh, I didn't like it, but I wasn't bitter about it because right now I have a worldwide company. Uh, so <laughs> I can't uh, really be bitter. Was it during these seasons were, that you were off that you were able to continue kind of molding and shaping La Blast or how did that happen? Yes, and it wasn't even because I wanted to. I was forced to because here's another thing and, and maybe this is good perspective for people who might sometimes not understand celebrity lifestyle. When you are in that world, I mean, money is good. So you live according to that and it becomes your new lifestyle. And then when you are not on a season, that money is now not coming in. I had a lot of aha moments of, hey, no, this, this doesn't last for long. You have to be more careful. You have to be mindful. And this is where I thought, yeah, but I like this lifestyle, so I'm just going to work harder. I'm just going to create my own business and businesses. So I choreographed another theater show. I did commercials. I, I mean, all kinds of things, but also I built LeBlast in the meantime. And in doing these classes before it became a company, I just started really thinking of how can I format this while I'm doing these classes. So I'm making money teaching classes, but in the meantime, I use that time to really build on what would be a continuous program. It sounds like what you did was leverage that opportunity and the experience that you have and make good business decisions. Yes, I can now, looking back, I can say, but I also have, and I will always, always think what my publicist slash agent and the most important part has become a close friend, Jay Schwartz. He was my publicist and still is. Um, he said, Louis, before I'm going to publicize you and take advantage of all that <laughs> Hollywood has to offer, first, we're going to set up a team to protect you. So I made some really good decisions because of advice from that team that protected me and say, hey, you're not on Dancing with the Stars anymore. You cannot do this. But my best friend lawyer said, if you can get on paper that you can use as seen on Dancing with the Stars, then you can use that in many different ways. And yes, I got that permission. I use it in all my marketing for dance for LeBlast because, and I also think, and this is for the viewers too, I never did it behind their back. Right. I asked for it. And I think they also respected me for it, that I didn't just do it. I didn't ask for right. forgiveness after doing right. it. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Right. I didn't know that I could do it. No, <laughs> I asked them. But then again, I have to say it was because of the team behind me or with me. They not only protected me, they helped me find ways to not do what I love to do is choreograph and dance. And now I do it all day, all day long for my own company, LeBlast. So what does LeBlast look like today? So LeBlast is in the dance fitness industry. And dance fitness in general, 
is labeled as cardio. It's cardio. That's it. So LaBlast today is 100% dance, ballroom dancing partner rave, 100% fitness. Meaning, if it is the dance element, it might be cardio and emotional health. But we do squats, lunges, forward, back, left, right. We do weight training in rumba, merengue, in Viennese walls, because we are still doing it in hold. Now imagine weights in your hands and you're doing posterior deltoids when you do the hold or bicep curls, tricep extensions. We use all the dances now with weight training, interval training. For people who want to do plyometrics, we use quick step and we use plyometrics. <laughs> we do jive, we do lindy hop, we do them all with all well thought out components of physical fitness. I've realized with that season with Kelly, how I was part of one of the most transformative journeys of a human being that went from zero to 100 miles in three months, losing so much weight, which wasn't even the intention. The intention right. was just to help make her feel better about herself and the results. It, I want that for the rest of the world. And I know I sound sappy and uh, all over the top, but that's what we're doing right now. And it took 12 years to build. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, I'm looking back and it was worth every single step because I can say at 49, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in better shape than I was when I competed ballroom dancing in the 90s. And I have a complete life. And that is in part so because every time I do La Blast, I realize that when I preach to everyone else, mind, body, soul, get involved physically, mentally, emotionally, explore who you are. Don't be afraid to explore. You're a living, breathing example of how it works. Well, we remember about 10 hours ago, we started talking about <laughs> when I started between 10 and 15. It yeah. was therapy for me. It still is. But we don't have to talk about it. LeBlast is not a couch that you sit on. No, LeBlast is, without having to say a word, it's the best therapy in the world. It's because dance does it. Dance will give you that opportunity to explore you. We set ourselves apart because we do that full body workout. We do weight training. We do all of it. But in disguise, we're still dancing while rumba, merengue, samba, it doesn't matter, but it's the overall health and well-being because that's what I personally find so important. And then on the other note, now that my mom is a grandmother and those kids have energy, <laughs> I see her sometimes at the end of the day, she is exhausted, but I can also see that twinkle in her eye because she knows that she can still deal with them and do things with them because she does the blast with me. Every live streaming, my mom is next to me, right behind me. She joins in and she's 74 years old. And she's such an example to so many people that are 74 that cannot say what my mom says. Hey, let's go to the water park. Hey boys, let's get in. Let's go on a bike ride for 10 miles. She can say it and she does it. But so many people that are older, can't say that. And I want a different life for baby boomers or active aging. Active aging is not, I have to go work out. No, you have to do something what you're passionate about. And so many people love to dance. 
So why not dance and work out at the same time? You get a double whammy all in one. Absolutely. So is LaBlast only online now? No, it's not. So thank you, COVID. I know that's weird to say, right? Thank you, COVID. It forces you to go inside and review your life. And the pandemic did that to me. I mean, is this what I want? Yes, it is. Okay, we can't teach in person because we're in lockdown. What are we going to do? Okay, well, we can reach people at home. How do we do that? Well, we have to go online. Okay, what do we do for that? Luckily, we had just set up live streaming for something completely different. <laughs> so suddenly, within a week, end of March 2020, we were announced it's a lockdown. Within a week, we offered free classes, LeBlast classes, five days a week for four months straight. And our goal was to keep people's sanity alive during all this time at home. And then in August of 2020, we thought, okay, we're going back to back to normal. Well, <laughs> what were we thinking? Uh, we thought <laughs> we're going back to normal. And then we said, okay, next week is the last, the last time we're doing this because we're going back to normal. And hundreds of emails, angry emails. No, you can do that to us. And you've changed our life. You affected our lives. You kept our sanity alive for four months. You cannot do this. We will pay for this. That's how our on demand started. So mm-hmm. September, August 1st of 2020, we now have a full blown on demand program with three different memberships. What happened in those four months that we did for free for four months on Fridays, we dedicated it to kids. So we had a lot of Disney, a lot of kid friendly music, but a lot of Disney. And we had some teachers join in and they said, Louis, we want this in our schools. So very proudly, we started the LeBlast school program within the Los Angeles Unified School District in a few studios, uh, schools. And this summer we just tested out, we piloted for Compton School District in LA County and they absolutely loved it. <laughs> so now we have an on-demand program for anyone around the world and we have a school program fully accredited and it, it, it counts towards the school hours for the children oh, and nice. the teachers absolutely love it. Awesome. Tell people where they can learn more about LaBlast, connect with you, connect with LaBlast, the website, social media, all the good stuff. <laughs> so our website is LaBlastFitness.com and that's really our one-stop shop. LaBlastFitness.com and you will see front page, you can sign up for the on-demand. It's two weeks free. You can try it for two weeks and it is fourteen ninety-five. or $29.99 and that is through three different levels of membership depending on how many days a week would you like to work out Um, but I'm telling you for $29.99 you get unlimited live streaming unlimited on demand you get a monthly workout sorry a monthly ballroom webinar with me and it's it's just amazing what you get for $29.99 and you can do it from the comfort of your own home. And I'm very proud that we have gone virtual since day one of the lockdown 
to really help people at home. And there are also very many people that are remote that would have to drive 45 minutes to an hour to the nearest gym. So now you can work out at home and still get the same experience. And with dance, there is a downside. And let me just mention the elephant in the room. Everyone feels judged, particularly if you're not a dancer. I'm not a dancer. I can do it. Everyone is judging me. They think I'm stupid or I think I'm dumb or I can't get it. Well, first of all, that's your perception because not many people are judging. If they do, the beauty is when you, when you do it from home, no one is judging because they don't see you. Exactly. Exactly. You have that privacy and you can, you know, use your own time, your own space to work out how you want and feel totally comfortable in that. I love that. So I'm going to make sure to link to the website and all the social media down below. Yes. We're LeBlast Fitness on Instagram with the, the official LeBlast Fitness. Uh, but yeah, LeBlast Fitness is who we are. Awesome. I love that. Louis, this has been really great. Is there anything else that you wanted to add that I didn't ask you? Yeah, LeBlast is my business and I am darn proud of what we have created. And I always say we because yes, it's my face. It's my name. It's I am the creator. But if it weren't for an amazing staff, amazing master trainers and loyal instructors that really understand the brand, I wouldn't have the program we have today. So we are very proud of who we are as LeBlast. And if people just tuned in, LeBlast is ballroom dancing partner free. All the dances we do with Dancing with the Stars, but it is a full body workout because we want to make sure that one workout covers all the boxes that might be on your Apple Watch for the day or your steps that you have to make. We want to check all these boxes within one LeBlast workout virtually. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Louie. Thank you, Tamika, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. you. Bye, everyone. I hope you loved hearing all of those insider stories about Dancing with the Stars and just what it's like being a dancer in such a competitive and also fun industry. I loved hearing about it just because dance has been something that is close to my heart since I was just three years old. So I'm super excited to check out LeBlast Fitness. I hope you do too. Connect with Louie. Find out more about LeBlast. It's all below in the show notes. And hey, if you're not already connected with me, make sure you do that too. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all the places. You know where you can find me. Those links are below too. Because you don't want to miss out. We come back each and every week with a new episode. So until I see you back next week, stay happy, stay healthy.